0: Hello and welcome to episode 157 of the Midoff Cricket Podcast. Midoff, because by midway through, you'll want to switch off. I'm your <laughs> host, the man voted most likely to have spent the last four days sitting on his ass playing Xbox, Mick, and let me introduce you to the rest <laughs> of the team. Uh, the man voted most likely to have spent the last two days rearranging cricket pre-season. Welcome, David. Yeah,
1: I know. <laughs> Tell me about it.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, as soon as you open up COVID no longer a thing, you got to do everything again.
0: Yeah. All right, next up is the man voted most likely down the beach running 50-metre sprints. Welcome, Alex. Yep. Not anymore.
2: I'm not. We'd be hammy again. I could be one of those guys that's older, just does their hammy over and over and over again until I die.
0: I told you the solution to that, mate. you just got to fucking just tell the coach it. who's on this right now. I just can't run anymore, mate. Yeah. <laughs> punch it, I think. That's I've good. told the coach that as well. Dege- degenerative knee condition. I'll laugh it off as, There you go.
1: Bone on bone, you, my the
0: man voted most likely to lead the push to be the Aussie skipper for the Orienteering World Cup. Welcome, Ross.
3: Thank you, Michael. I always appreciate those sort of intros. They're my favorite.
2: <laughs> it's all ah. politics in orienteering too. So it doesn't matter how fast you run. If you can work the politics well, you can captain Australia. Yeah,
0: you'll be team. fine, yeah. yeah. I heard Ross is going to go off and be like a runners, um, sales rep to sell sneakers and runners and compasses. And oh, got yeah. drawn back into the Australian side to be captain because no one else can be captain. So got his own line of compasses and yeah, contour maps.
2: <laughs>
0: <bands>. <laughs> uh, all righty, welcome one and Genius. all to the Frederick Howard Stock Company Studios. This is a Tight Ship production brought to you by. Big lug Enterprises. So we're going to start off with the news of the day, and that is the news regarding the Australian and Afghanistan test. So uh, the planned historic maiden men's test between Australia and Afghanistan appears to be almost certain, well, not almost certain, it basically has been cancelled after the newly installed Taliban government announced its opposition to women playing cricket in the Islamic nation. So in a statement released today, Cricket Australia confirmed that will be unable to proceed with the planned test at Hobart's Bonstone Arena, which is due to start on November 27, um, if the news of the Taliban's views on the women's game were true, um, which they are true because the Taliban's going to have to confirm all of that in about five <laughs> seconds. Um, so driving the growth of women's cricket globally is incredibly important. Cricket Australia, the statement said, our vision is a... Is our vision for cricket is that it is a sport for all, and we support the game, unequivocally for women at every level. If recent media reports that women's cricket will not be supported in Afghanistan are substantiated, Cricket Australia would have no alternative but to not host Afghanistan for the proposed Test match due to play in Hobart. So, a spokesman for the Taliban. I never thought I'd say those words on this podcast, but uh, <laughs> for the Taliban government's cultural commission, Amabdullah Wazik has to- had told Australian broadcaster SBS that cricket was not permitted for women under Islamic law. So Islam and the Islamic Emirate do not allow women to play cricket or play the kind of sports where they get exposed, was said. In cricket, they may face a situation where their face and body will not be covered. Islam does not allow women to be seen like this. So basically, um, in another statement that's also come from someone else involved in this, the ICC expressed concern with the latest comments made by the Taliban and foreshadowed further discussions at the next ICC board meeting, which is scheduled Mm. for November after completion of the T20 World Cup to ensure ensure, um, the Afghanistan men's teams involved in the T20 tournament in the UAE and Oman. But in order to hold full member status, the ICC nations must build both a men's and a women's team. So that Uh basically means to be a test nation, you have to have both. You have to have a men's and a women's team. So suspension of a member nation's test status requires two-thirds of the 17... Is it 17? Sorry, I lost where I was. Fuck, where did that go?
3: Two-thirds of 17, yeah, that's yeah, tricky.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so suspension um, of a member nation's test status requires two-thirds majority of the vote of the ICC 17 member board. Afghanistan's women's team is yet to compete in an IC sanction match, despite an initial squad being formed in 2010 before being disbanded several years later due to safety <laughs> concerns. When Afghanistan was granted men's test status in 2017, the ICC granted them dispensation in regards to putting women's team provided they were committed to growing again for women and girls in Afghanistan. The women's team had been preparing for their first formal match against Oman in the coming months, but the Afghanistan Cricket Board Chief Executive Hamid Shinwari recently acknowledged the outlook for women's cricket in his country was a rim. Mm. So, there's a lot to uncover there, but basically... Um, long story short, which I could have said instead of reading the whole thing out, because basically the Taliban doesn't support women's sport or a sport where they may be exposed Bullshit. in their words. Um, so therefore, that looks like the men's most likely, depending on how the ICC wants to handle it, with their chance to lose their test status, which mm. would also mean that this test cannot be played because if they lose their status, that meeting is three days before the test match is scheduled to start.
1: I've, I've got a couple of thoughts on this, and yes. need to be pretty careful because I'm not a political scientist in any respect or a theologist. But um, a, it surprises me that the Taliban doesn't do something that would support women, because uh, that's <laughs> that's right up their alley—is to support women. Um, B, this would hold more weight if the Australian cricket board, or whatever they're called now, Cricket Australia, hadn't cancelled every other test match against Afghanistan they've ever decided to maybe play in. Um, It would, it it does come across to people who sort of know the history of Afghanistan, v Australia cricket games as grandstanding, what Cricket Australia is doing. But I also think it is to a degree the right thing to do by saying, right, we're not going to support a test series if you're not going to support the full spectrum of what cricket should be in terms of men and women. However, that would hold more weight if Australia hadn't cancelled every other series against Afghanistan previously. So if it was England, for example, coming out and saying, right, um, women no longer are able to play cricket, and if we said, well, we're not going to play the Ashes anymore, that would yeah. hold more weight because we haven't cancelled test series previously. Yeah, but yeah.
4: Because, it's yeah. Yeah, because it's Afghanistan,
1: yeah, because Afghanistan, it's an easy thing to say and look like doing the right thing when it could be perceived also as some grandstanding. In my
0: opinion, I think that's a fair point. Yes, Alex.
2: Yeah, I agree. That's a very good point. I thought about this too immediately. I think we probably all did when we like, "Oh, well, wow, what a surprise! It's yes. to the tour of Afghanistan." Um, I did think about this and I was like well cricket Australia do have a good history of supporting the women's game they're one of the first codes of sport in Australia to pay women full time for their national side at least um, so I kind of think they're like it's one way the like it's I've done sort of I'm in the middle well wow, what a surprise I'm standing on the fence right but yeah it's <laughs> it, I agree with you if this was um, England, I doubt they would have cancelled playing tests against England, but mm. it nonetheless, I suppose I'm going to look at it positively, that they're doing this for the right reasons and not just because it's an easy target. So, but they do have yeah. a history of supporting women and being in, in sport. So, I'm like, well, it's, you're supporting, you've done it previously, you're doing it now. So, I yeah. think it's a good thing too. So, sorry,
1: if I wasn't clear enough, I, I think they're doing it for the right reason. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, mean, I think it's easy to get misconstrued as grandstanding because they've never toured Afghanistan before or
2: allowed Afghanistan to tour. Yeah. Yeah. That agreed, sort of thing. Yeah. It's sort of their actions of the past to make that.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's preconceived yeah. biases as me as an outsider looking in.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're doing the right thing and doing it for the right reasons too. Yeah. But I, I, essentially what I'm saying is I agree with you, Dave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: But you filled a minute, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Content is king, as they yeah. say, and everyone knows that. Doesn't really need well. to be good content, just content. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Roscoe? I course, think mate? it's
3: opportunistic virtue signalling by Cricket Australia to save money. <laughs> they don't believe in any of this. They're quite happy to schedule a cricket match against Afghanistan when Afghanistan didn't have a women's team. They still don't have one, but now that they can't have one, we won't play against you. It's nonsense. It's just about saving money.
0: That's some valid points. Yeah, i am not on the disagree with that personally. I think with the rise of Afghanistani players in the BBL, there was a genuine interest around this test match going ahead from the cricket public in Australia. And I honestly I think I think it's a bit. I, I don't think it's fair to slap them and say oh now because they can't have a women's team you're going to cancel it because the ICC had given them the exemption anyway. So that's I just think like I don't know like it's everyone has their own opinions on it. I honestly think the match was going to go ahead. I'm not. I know it's it's easy to be pessimistic isn't the right word, but it's easy to have that viewpoint because we've cancelled so many series against Afghanistan or against Bangladesh or against someone else. So I totally understand that viewpoint. But I have to go into bat for Cricket Australia here because I think you can never be wrong being on the other side of the Taliban. I think so. If the Taliban's on your side (laughs) of the fence, you're probably not in the right. So you'll
1: you'll be on the right side of history moving forward.
0: Yeah. So, but um, yeah. But the reality too is that like it's not Australia's fault. Like the ICC let Afghanistan into being a test nation without having a women's side. So, and like Alex said, Australia's always been very. Done their best to be on the front foot with women's cricket. Like we've got, you know, you have got the WBBL and all the other things that have, you know, Australia's tried to do over the journey. Um, the reality is, too, is that, that, like I said, that meeting that they're probably going to have their test that they might have their test status mm. taken off, so they might not be
1: allowed to play. It's three
0: days before that test match was scheduled to start. So for all we know, by the by November 27th, they could not be a test-playing nation. So therefore, it's not a test match anyway. So.
3: Wouldn't hurt to play a it first place game against Afghanistan, but I take your point. India and South Africa had a test match that didn't have test status about 15 years ago because they cracked it over the umpires. Um, one of the other things, Mick, you brought up a good point about, well, what about the BBL? Will all the Afghanistan players still be welcome in the BBL? Well, they're not question. representing Afghanistan then, are they? Yeah. And then the second point there is, well, you could have Rock at the Olympic Games, which was Russia, but not Russia. Mm. So couldn't we have ACB against Australia? It's not yeah. Afghanistan, it's the cricket ball. Absolutely, yeah. but Australia, that's ultimate term.
2: corruption and, like, politics bullshit. The, hey, the rock, are you
3: calling right? the Olympics corrupt? <laughs> oh. Squeaky clean. Yeah, I, <laughs> <Gender> <laughs> I, didn't lo- I
0: didn't know we were part of
2: an Olympic stand. <laughs> <laughs> we an Olympic stand. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the one thing I do think from, um, from the whole thing is this, is that, this is going to be the least likely thing the Taliban care about. So by taking this <laughs> test match off – no, no, but by yeah. cancelling this yeah. test match, all yeah. you're doing is um, going to be punishing the players, the players. and the Australian yeah. public and the Afghanistani public who actually have yeah. no say in any of this. It's so, the same
1: but- as the whole um, – when Australia toured Zimbabwe, when Robert Mugabe was in charge. and they They said, oh, we're not playing test matches – anymore and they played three meaningless one day's and were jettisoned out of the country as soon as the final ball was bowled in that Zimbabwe third ODI. Hmm. Like they they've played in places before with shocking human rights histories, you know, and yeah it's just it's it is a strange one, but I think in this respect, like you said Mick, it's it's a decent hill worth dying on. Yeah. I In just don't of- think
0: it's going to make the Taliban walk back any policies. And- yeah, exactly. Oh, I don't think <laughs> it's going to make any
2: difference, but I think it's it's good f- for it's the... It's the right decision, long yeah, story. Yeah,
0: yeah.
3: The Cricket Australia also happy to um, get... Cancel this test match because it means they get to deny the people of Hobart another test. <laughs> test match.
1: Yeah, which is ideally what yes. they want to do. As, a, as an organisation, is fuck that's Tasmania. It. That's their.
3: That's their. <laughs> yeah. So still, the last test in Tassie was the one where Kel Ferguson made his debut. And <laughs> oh Joe Mitty. And Joe The
1: cricket Australia's is going down the AFL path and just like fuck Tasmania. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But uh, it Despite was interesting. I didn't the... have it in that article, had but in some of the other ones I read doing the research was even the premier of Tasmania essentially come out and said, "Now the Taliban feel like this, we don't want them here." Yeah, as well. So there's still a chance that that game, even if it was going ahead, might not go ahead. It might not have gone ahead <laughs> yeah, stay not going ahead. Anyway. Yeah, going Down. Yeah. So
3: good on them. Um, no, the... one's gonna go <laughs> no, no one's going to go there. We're going to go anyway. The um the other thing that'll happen is even though with COVID and we've seen how flexible organisations have to be with scheduling and venues and all the rest of it, Tassie will not get a single extra international
1: game.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Bullshit. Basically (laughs) COVID-free for the
2: entire pandemic and not get an international (laughs) test anywhere
0: but Hobart. I think the disappointing thing is for the Afghan players because they were the first cricketers who wanted to go to Hobart since Alex in Grand Final Week a few years back. So, yeah. Thanks bringing that up again, Mick. Nah, it's Oops. funny, though. It was good. That was good. Was memory. Oh,
2: memory. righty. It's interesting so, um, talking of Tasmania. We're not
0: going to be solving the world's problems, so we might as well move on. <laughs> um So next up, speaking of Australian cricket, we're going to speak about the man we just can't seem to not fucking speak about, and that's Justin fucking Langer. Ah. So um, with the T20 World Cup fast approaching and our attention firmly on the ashes, Cricket Australia has made it crystal clear the expectations surrounding the team management and accountability. So in particular, it is the workload of the head coach, Mr. Justin Langer, which they've tried to address and scale back some of his micromanaging ways. So in short, the under siege coach has been forced to give up some controlling aspects, some control of various aspects and share the load. So with his assistance in the player leadership group, encouraged to step forward and lessen the burden. So the Age and Sunday Morning uh, Herald, sorry, Sydney Morning Herald, uh, detailed that Langer had been asked to take more of a backseat and strategic role and avoid stifling the team following a shit uh, shithouse, 12 months. I can't fuck <laughs> <word>. tumultuous. Tumultuous, <laughs> that's the one. Where the Australian coach was on the brink of being sacked in the wake of a mutiny from the team. Mutiny? Been. Fucking hell. Yeah. Love a mutiny. <laughs> Everyone loves him. Like <laughs> <laughs> Fox Sports Credit Fox Sports who got kicking the boots in here. Yeah. That's where I got this from. Who uh, got Nick keel hauled, the- Mick? <laughs> <laughs> Leaks from the Australian team became a sieve this year with the current group walking on eggshells and feeling on edge to <laughs> the coach's mood swings and controlling ways. After a disastrous tour of the West Indies in Bangladesh, that's one way to put it, which included T twenty series defeats to nations ranked below them, the issues came to a head. Lang was backed by CA to complete his contract, which expires in the months following the summer's ashes. I don't know how much further we'll go than that, but
3: hmm. yeah. um, but
0: point. after crisis talks with the current leaders of Tim Payne, Aaron Finch, and Patty Cummings, a resolution has been found. Um has been found and some middle ground found. Who the fuck ever wrote this? Come on, mate. Fuck it. Yeah, there's it's lots of mistakes about. in
3: Fox Sports articles, I find. They put oh. the wrong words in and stuff. There's yeah. a lot of What's blue and Gavin? red
0: lines under this. It's yeah. After I copied and pasted, which isn't a good fucking sign. No, it's it's not not right. <laughs> so why didn't they do?
3: spell check on it. Come on, guys. It, uh, Microsoft it comes order. automatically these <laughs> yeah. days.
0: You just yeah. type it and it fixes yeah. it. What well, are they writing so this
3: the, in a .txt file? Yeah. Come on, guys. <laughs>
0: So the Age in the Sydney Morning Herald also report that Langer's team manager, Mr. Gavin Dovey, oh, has had that, the hey, high performance mate. component of his role handed over to the new head of the men's program, oh my Brian God. McFadden. Oh, yeah. my is God. is see he the
3: bloke who sings in um the group, Brian Isn't McFadden? he in a fucking
0: band, Brian McFadden? Yeah. What? I good the name. Uh, isn't he in like the a fucking? That, isn't Brian McFadden in like fucking Beach Boys or the Eagles or something <laughs> shit like no, that? No,
3: he's no, he's Irish bloke. He's out of like a. Oh, is, he out, is he in
0: Uncanny X Men? No,
3: that's some <laughs> uh, Maddox. Maddox no, 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 Brian right. McFadden's Irish bloke. He's, <laughs> oh, he's out from of like West Boyzone.
0: West Westlife. The Boyband West Westlife. Yeah. So um, we've cleared that up for everyone playing at home. So in, yeah. it means that Dover will concentrate solely on the logistics. And health challenges of getting the team around safely, which promises to be tricky throughout the COVID pandemic. Yes, Alex.
2: Who would have thought that a bloke was pretty good at like organising where the luggage <laughs> got from one airport to another would be yeah. really fucking shit at
3: high <laughs> performance? Yes, yeah, it's just funny. <laughs> <that. Right>. And <laughs> what I like, Mick, is the next line you're going to read that, that yeah. Dovey's going to concentrate on these logistics and health challenges of them travelling around, yeah. but he's not going to travel to the UAE for <laughs> <to> the T20 World Cup.
0: Is, like, it, is this like um... the, he's booking all the travel and then staying home? <laughs> he's uh, going to
3: actually, what are you going to do, Mick? He's like those commentators who commentate the Olympics but yeah. still are in Australia. He's going to be on UAE time. So will be up all night and then yeah. sit during the day. So he's on the phone, you know, ordering mm. taxis, for, checking the lobbies and... <laughs>
0: Uh, you, it reminds buddy, me of that, that a bloke in charge of Peter, the uh, footy club mean? I'm involved with this year is in charge of um, uh, organising the like, whole umpires and the timekeepers and all of that. Yeah. And his way of doing it was putting a post on Facebook Friday morning going, who's, this is who's doing these jobs. If you want to swap, swap it yourself. Oh, and that was all you it for the whole week. <laughs> that's, that's the Gavin Dovey method, swap I Swap it yourself. <laughs> this is, this no, is that's your plane ticket. If it doesn't get you to the UAE, sort it out yourself.
3: <laughs> so Tell to the people at the airport if there's an issue. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Talk to Flight Center, that's where I booked all these
2: flights for, through, mate. Your accommodation, uh, I don't know, itinerary. Uh, Here's the,
3: he the fax number for Flight Center. <laughs> <laughs> if you get into trouble, ask for Tony. Uh, <laughs> he's sort of me.
2: So, this is sort of like when cops stuff up and then they get like leave with pay for yeah. Dovey, right? Yeah. And so he's not going anywhere. He's yeah. got leave with pay, he just does the bare minimum at home. Yeah.
3: Yeah, It's called in some professions gardening leave.
2: Oh, yes. yeah, but you actually mm. have to get fucking retrenched and then they give you gardening leave, right?
3: Oh, really? No, I no, thought gardening just... leave yeah, was no.
0: between after you left the business. They've no. No, you out no, straight away oh. no, when, no. They, when they don't want someone else to have you, but they don't want you either, so they fuck you off and oh, yeah, and just wow. say
3: stay at home. It's like the lockdown stay at home, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> so
3: I'm technically on anymore.
0: gardening leave, but yeah. I still <laughs> have to work. Oh, no, no,
3: these people are not working on gardening leave. No, I know. No, the people
0: working. on gardening Leave, uh, their company wants them, Alex. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, no, that's unlike me. Yeah, I'm hanging yeah, on my dear <laughs> my dear life. Hey on, I don't yeah, even know that no. saying. Yeah. Writing about parrots and transformers. Yeah, parrots, oh, yeah. So parrots. on Transformer garden. Week, you Transformer,
3: don't have, <laughs> You parrot. don't have to do parrot work. You just do <laughs> no work, but you're still getting paid.
2: Some good injuncts right. flying around here. And, especially think- teaching me that's a term that I've used many times in my life and used it incorrectly many times in my
3: life. What parrot? Gardening leave. Oh, <laughs> I've talked about it, and everyone yeah. just goes,
2: Yeah, okay, cool. Well, that I must think be gardening leave comes
3: about because it's cheaper to keep paying that person than to retrench them because that involves a payout, oh. and then your business size is probably small but it might go back up. I've only heard of it in big companies like Telstra or something like that. Yeah, okay, but they've got a huge number of employees, but and so they just wear that cost because they think, Oh, well, if we retrench them. Give them a big payout because they might have been at the company for 25 years. Uh, then we've got to pay the cost six months or 12 months down the track. We'll grow again and need some more people. Then we'll have to recruit and pay the recruiters. So it's just, it's actually cheap and just put them on gardening leave till something comes up.
0: That's the sequel yep. podcast. So thanks for tuning in. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> I've also it's, it's I've also dream, found Alex, oh no, leaves. i found it's my new dream. dream in life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's the
3: dream. To work
0: for a business so long that they can't find me because it costs too much. There yeah, I think
3: George Costanza was right on for gardening uh, That was yeah. his dream. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: In yeah. Cricket, Australia, gardening leads known as being head coach of the Australian men's kind <laughs> <men's> of <laughs> me to keep you on the sack so we just put up with shit for another season
2: yeah yeah we just make it easier and easier for you by transferring authority to other people
0: yeah
3: and gardening leave not to be confused with the departure lounge Alex where you get given the most mundane and dull (laughs) work so that you decide I don't want to work here anymore
2: I'm sweating a bit here I'm a bit
0: nervous about maybe I'm in the departure lounge (laughs) Speaking of some, this is a world record. You're a gold medal to this situation. (laughs) Stop, Ross. (laughs) He's Andrew McDonald, Michael Devenuto, and Jeff Vaughan, who have been given more responsibility now that Langer's having some taken off them. So they've come in thinking they've got a croogey job, and they've decided, oh, yeah, he's going to get paid the same amount, but he's five more tasks. (laughs) (laughs) They're the real losers in this whole situation, I think.
3: I think so. Except if one of them gets to become a head coach, I
0: suppose. Yeah, well. The, the word isn't McDonald's. it? I reckon it's old Ronnie McDonald to be one yep. of the bikes in line. So so we'll see how that yep. all plays out. We only got to wait until about March, isn't it? Like, think us contracts up. So. Yep,
3: that's it.
0: Can't see him getting extended. There's no
3: fucking no. way on earth. Yeah. You're not that stupid, surely. No. Just shake uh, hands and say that was that was that. That was a thing and move on.
0: <laughs> yes, Alex.
2: Um it was uh, some comments by is it Hochley the CEO? Yes. Um, later in that article that I found quite interesting that they've had some frank and they always say frank and confronting oh, discussions. They have a lot whatever. of
3: discussions with like
2: It's yeah, It's frank. constructive was uh, yeah. one of the ones. <laughs> and, and quite frank or whatever, but they've clearly defined responsibilities now, which oh. I found fucking nuts that you've got like, you know, we talked about, we read an article out last podcast with, that idiot McNamara wrote or whatever and he was saying you should have less coaches how you go up and there's too many coaches we had a discussion about that but having that many coaches surely you would have very clearly defined roles there wouldn't be any crossover on what you're doing you'd have coaches meeting so you're on the same page but the function of the coaches when you have that many should be pretty clearly defined I would have already thought and right? you assume you that go? this
3: is a highly professional environment
2: no, it's sport in Australia, and i never assume that <laughs> in any yeah, okay. aspect. Yeah. Yes, but like I think- I, I'd expect it, but I don't assume it, if you know what yeah. I mean. i want to get paid enough to fucking yes. do this properly.
3: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I know. We're you get reading- overpaid from a young age, and then this becomes this industry that overpays people by about you know ten times what they're worth. Yeah, yeah and there's yeah. no accountability to actually do things better. It's just all about names and mates. And,
2: yeah, and what we did when we were black, which is uh, part of Laga's issues, is we did yeah, this is yeah. how it happened when <laughs> I played. So therefore, that's yeah. the best way of doing it because we were winning. So yeah,
0: I think from reading between the lines, I think the issue is there may have been clear and like this is your role but Langer didn't adhere to those and yeah. micromanaged yeah. and stuck his nose and so if Ronald was running a net session Langer would be there putting his two bob in instead of just you know doing his yeah. actual job but he's meant
3: putting to the, the cones out for the boundary
0: yeah, yeah that's it yeah. So, his job was. yeah it's got the got the you know got the paint can and the rope doing the circle the yep. Putting those those stumps in that fall down when yeah. the ball hits them, and they spring
2: back up again. The little the little nets where you put around that stump to catch the ball yeah. when they throw at it, so you don't have to go and pick up all the balls all the time. They're in a I'm, net. I'm just setting here. up the yep. crazy
3: catcher. <laughs> Um, um, getting getting
2: say, a softball to throw around to each other as a warm-up
0: <laughs> All we can say is there's only about six months left of his contract So there is light at the end of the tunnel People <laughs> have just got to hold on <laughs> And pray that yeah, the natural yeah. ability Get us through yeah. the ashes And we'll be <laughs> so all right this-
3: that means there's only 12 more episodes of our Justin Langer True Crime podcast. Yes, I was going
2: to say, so, yeah. so the people it that, that hate is talking about Langer, which is probably 90% of our 10 yeah, Just everyone, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, with the, the light's at the end of the tunnel. But I do agree with your point, Mick. I imagine at one point in time that roles were clearly defined and Langer's... Ways would probably erode at those things. And the guys are like, well, then they're unsure about what they're meant to be doing, and then it leads to this, I guess. So it leads to a frank and constructive conversation. Yeah.
0: Short, jocular, and casual <laughs>
3: conversation.
0: <laughs> I think part of the too is we'll just, I'll just say one more point before we do move on. I reckon in the past, before Langer got the job, there was blokes like Buff Lehman, and others that have been pushing for, like, have a saying, you more of a saying, selection and all of this type of thing. Which, if you're a, a leveled and well reasonable human being, that's easy enough to monitor. When you give mm. that power to someone who's absolutely fucking insane, a dickhead, yeah, it causes problems, which is what we've seen right. Mm, yep, mm, I agree with that. All righty, so from there, we're going to keep talking about Australian cricket, we're going to talk about the um, Australian men's domestic summer. So, um, unfortunately, at this point, New South Wales and Victoria will not be part of the opening stages of the men's domestic season um, just due to what's going on in the state with COVID at the moment, despite the fact that New South Wales is about to just open up and just go Lord of the Flies and just let everything fucking happen. <laughs> so, we'll see what happens there. But, um, but yeah, so Cricket Australia confirmed that they will begin the season in Adelaide on September 22nd, so not too far away. Um, So the domestic summer crew was originally scheduled to begin this weekend coming up um, with matches in Perth and Melbourne, but the ongoing lockdowns, as mentioned, and border closures have forced significant changes. But basically the only two details we have is going to be two um, one-dayers and two Sheffield Shield games. South Australia will take on WA in both formats in Adelaide, and Queensland will take on Tassie in Brisbane in both formats as well. So um, basically it's been – yeah, so like I said, no New South Wales, no Victoria. There's word that their games may be played in the Northern Territory, which I think Alex actually from on the last podcast we recorded from memory. So, um, so But they haven't been doing quarantine yet to head over to the NT, so that's going to have to all get sorted out as we speak. Um, so CA's also confirmed the Women's National Cricket League, which was scheduled to begin later this month, will instead get underway in December – after the WBBL gets going, this year is the Weber WBBL. So Weber? Sizzle, the WBBL. Hey. Oh,
3: Barbecues are back. Yeah. Get your <laughs>
2: hot rocks out for the Weber WBBL. <laughs> wow. yeah.
3: Get the charcoal out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, i got some interesting news, Mick, talking about yes. WBBL. They've got a new finals format, would you believe?
0: Oh, Jeez. really? The McIntyre yeah, system?
3: No, they've oh, been what? in that. They, no, they're so resistant to that. They must hate that McIntyre bloke <laughs> at Cricket Australia. They just refuse to get on board with it, even though, you know, IPL use it, CPL use it, whatever. No, they're going first, top of the ladder, straight through the grand final. Thank you very much.
0: Shit.
3: Yeah, then they're Good. having... They a
0: bit reward for winner. Yeah. That's yeah, I thing. actually
3: don't mind this structure. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's the best one, but I, I think mm, it's got merit. It's got, I think it's better than the final five nonsense that... Um, the men do. Anyway, the um, first final is third versus fourth at the home ground of two. Yeah. And okay. then the winner of that game gets to play second and they play off to play in the grand final.
0: So it's so it a wild card game, basically.
3: Yes. Yeah, it's a wild card game into a second versus third prelim. Yeah. yeah. If you want. Yeah, yeah. Which is the it's the old top three that they used to use in the... Uh, matador barbecue set to uh-huh, in the okay. one day cup with a wild card on top of it.
2: Yeah, okay.
3: <clears throat> yes. Interesting. So if you finish third or fourth, you've got to win two games to get to the final. Three games to win the, the cup. If you finish second, you've got to win two games to win the cup. And if you finish first you just got to win the one game to get the cup. Mm. Yeah so- I don't mind it. I don't mind it, yeah, yeah, and I do like you can do it pretty quickly, and I like that little thing of third versus fourth. Well, you just got to play that in neutral venue to yeah. get the get through the games quickly. Yeah, and that's the other, yeah, the other two finals are at the home venues, which is good. Second gets a home final, then it's two days later. First gets a home final, yes. for the granny. So yeah, don't mind that. All
0: mm. right, yeah, that'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. Yeah. Like I said, I don't mind the first going in the grand finals. It actually puts mm. a bit of. More, like this, but more emphasis on the season and getting on top of the yep. ladder because it's actually a real yep. big reward for finishing on the
3: top. When you play a full um, fourteen game home and away, I know they're not playing home and away probably, yeah. but you know you play each team twice, and COVID permitting, you to be home and away. Then yeah, you should get some big reward for finishing on top of the ladder, and this is it straight to the grand final. Win it, yeah, one win from the cup, yeah. mm, from the holy good. grail. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, the big I'm dance. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, straight through to the big dance. Yeah. And so, the best thing is, because you've had those six days off from the last home and away game, it yeah. be cherry ripe. Absolutely.
2: Probably fit yeah. in a mini preseason in between, Ross. <laughs> yeah. <That's it>. yeah.
3: <laughs> a few sky balls.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah. All righty. So, um, this, so the. Interesting start to the men's domestic summer. So also have a bit of an effect on our World Cup uh, preparations as well, because um, with the way this starts, it essentially means that there's only six members of the Australia T20 World Cup will actually be playing at least some white ball game in Australia before they go to the UAE. So it's Mitch Marsh, Ash Nager and Josh English who are all for, um, all play for WA. Kane Richardson, the gold grip man himself from South Australia. Matty Wade and Mitchell Swepson. So they can all play for their states before they fly out in October. Um, and then there's a few other members that are in the IPL, so they'll get some a lot of T20 in, which is Maxwell, Smith, Warner, Joshy Hazelwood, Big Stoinis, uh, DC, Dan Christian, and Nathan Alice. Alice, who the fuck is Alice? But the, when, the men who really are really going to miss out on getting a chance to play any cricket is going to be uh, Paddy Cummins and Mitch Stark, Adam Zamper, and Danny Sams. They're all locked up in New South Wales at the moment. And the skipper from Victoria, Big Fat Finchie, he's probably not going to be able to play anyway because he's still recovering from his knee op. So he's going to go into the World Cup without probably playing any cricket except for a few of those warm-up matches they might have before the tournament starts over there. So it's going to be a very interesting preparation for the Australian side.
2: Especially for Finchie,
0: he needs a bit of practice
2: before he gets going usually in tournaments.
0: So, yeah, you
3: wonder why they haven't moved New South Wales to NT sort of thing earlier. I mean, this well, thing it's a massive
2: landmass, Ross. Like it's, like, it's going to take eons for it to move to that, New South Wales. Team, sorry.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it has a flowing effect then about their Ashes preparation. They had six scheduled first class games this mm. year before the um, first test in Brisbane, first week of December. So, it takes eight weeks to play six shield games in the way they go two weeks on, then a break, yeah. one week off. So, it's a bit of a move on because they'd have to start the last weekend in September to fit those um, eight games in. If you're going to do 14 days quarantine, if they start tomorrow, then it's not enough time.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know why they didn't move them early because this was oh. always going to be an issue. This was never yeah. not going to be a problem for yeah. Victoria. I could South understand that they, they so. could get a
3: bit caught out with Victoria because it was more recent, but the New South Wales one's been going since July. Um, the other thing, Mick, was interesting. I was looking at um, nah, something's gone.
2: Nah, oh, gone. no,
3: sorry, sorry. No, yeah. Usman. Usman was saying, um, yeah, just looking forward to playing some cricket. And he made a point that he, he thought the season got too drawn out last year by running into April. Uh, it was the longest domestic season ever, and he had a fair point. I thought, why aren't they just starting? Just start it. Yeah. Like other sporting codes, NRL, AFL, they just started. I know it was different, and they've kept going. They haven't taken breaks or anything. Why Why is Cricket Australia not starting these games? Maybe different structure of bit or whatever, but on the date, they said they're going to start.
2: Yeah, it must no, be a lot of state politics care. flowing around we're trying to appease certain states. So oh, it's yeah, unfair that we're something. blah blah blah. Yeah. And look, like, I mean, that happened early on with um, AFL and stuff, and they mm. just went, "No, we fine, we hear you, but like, do you want to play or not?" Essentially. So mm. I think the Queensland trade yeah. probably need to do that same similar thing if they <coughs> you know, if they want the whole season. Maybe they don't care that if it doesn't get through, I don't
3: know. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe they just think we'll just go for, how many games, like eight again or something like that. Yeah, I, to, yeah. I don't know. I think just do it. Get on
0: with it, yeah. Well, that's it, I think. The so, yeah, you just got to get it moving. So, uh, yeah. for those playing at home, so the September 22nd will be a Marsh Cup ODI. So, it's a sorry, not an ODI a list A game, a uh, one day. So, this uh, as we said, South Australia take on WA Karen Rolton in Adelaide. Ah. Um, then the 24th to the 27th will be the Marsh Sheffield Shield. I love that this company Marsh is investing so much in state cricket. But it's fucking annoying when both the things are called the Marsh something. But anyway, yeah. uh, so the Sheffield Shield uh, will be the same, just straight W8, Karen Ralton. Then ah. basically on the 28th, so the next day, as soon as that Shield match starts, the next Shield match between Queensland and Tassie starts at, at uh, Ian Healy Oval, and then they'll play their Marsh Cup one day on October 3rd. So, yeah, so it's weird they're not running concurrently, but I'm sure there's some reason behind it.
4: Mm. Alex.
2: Uh, disappointing to not have a game at Gladys Elphick Park like they did last year when they played everyone at, in oh, yeah. um, Adelaide. So Had yeah. their first-class debut last year and might fall into one of those, ga- those ovals that only ever
0: play a couple of games. Yeah, well, I think because they're me. not setting the whole comp up in Adelaide, yeah. that they don't need to use... All the grounds, I
3: It's interesting, Mick, that you um, you know, you've got a bit of fixturing interest levels. This is good yeah. talking on a level with someone. So why the <laughs> one they playing at the same time and you know, it means oh, I just um, seem
0: odd like when they talk about they want like who's been raised uh, a good point. The season yeah, went yeah. too long. It's like yeah. these four teams, because of the way the borders and everything are at the moment, if they run concurrently, they could have had the first two and then the second, yeah. they could have just swapped mm-hmm. and had it all knocked yeah. had two lots knocked up in a month. Oh, yeah.
3: yeah, exactly. And, um, I, look, I don't know why they wouldn't do that. Uh, it does mean that the, there's continuous cricket, though, if you like that, because there's yeah. their first the uh, one-day cup games on a Wednesday, and then the next Thursday they have off, then there's eight days of cricket because the 2 Shield games are back-to-back, and then the uh, one-day game there's on a Sunday, this, the last one. So
0: well, If you got time on nothing to do, it's good for you. Well, that's it. I think I read they're going to be on KO and JFK. I think they're all going to be on the CA app too. Ah, nice. Yeah. Uh, no excuse not to watch them. So fucking watch them, people! Yeah. Especially if you're in the departure lounge. Yep. Yeah. Gardening leave.
3: What else yeah. are you doing, gardening? Perth, you can't complain
0: about it. not getting to watch Bangladesh B20 eyes if you're not going to watch fucking. <laughs> oh so, yeah! Everyone in Australia's on notice, Mick. We're putting yeah. on notice. Like, if you if you get if you, if you are within the sound of my voice, you are on fucking notice <laughs> right now. <laughs> Alrighty. So we're going to, Speaking of Australian domestic treatment, we're going to touch on some BBL news and um. The biggest, B- the biggest BBL story doing the rounds at the moment is from James Faulkner. Hey. So, um, so who, who signed him up? So, yeah, <laughs> so that's it. That's what it's all about. So um, let, I just want to start off. I'm going to read some things from this article. Like I said, copied and pasted. Um, so not all of these thoughts are my own. Effectively, this first thought is not my own. White ball cricket star James Faulkner. I do not believe that <laughs> to be accurate, but many former White Ball star. Former. <laughs> yeah.
3: Long time ago, six years ago.
0: Yeah. yeah so fuck. Faulkner. So uh Faulkner's lashed cricket Australia uh, cricket Australia, Tasmanian cricket, after failing to agree to a fresh deal with the Hobart Hurricanes following the up for the upcoming Big Bash season. Fucking me, just read it. Um So the 31-year-old, I would have swore he was like 35 the way he moves around, so fucking hell. He's the oldest 31-year-old since I was 31. Bloody hell. (laughs) Um, So the 31-year-old Tasmanian has represented the Hurricanes for the past three seasons and also been the Sheffield Shield stalwart for the state for over a decade. But the former Australian ODI player says he is shattered and felt like Tasmanian hierarchy was sticking a knife in my back. With their relationship breaking down, leaving him looking for a new club. So um, so this is basically all from a um for an interview he did on SEN in Hobart. But so he's in his um defense or appreciation, he was extremely honest and gave his viewpoint and basically did not hold anything back in this interview. It was always <laughs> nice to see. It's always nice when someone disgruntled really fucking tells you what yeah. they're thinking. But yeah. um <laughs> Uh, No, he's basically obviously, I'm not on board at the Hurricanes. It is very disappointing. I wanted to be part of the Hurricanes and and represented Tasmania. I'm just shattered to how it's all played out. They brought an initial offer to my manager, and he was embarrassed to bring it to me. (laughs) <laughs> I found that pretty hard to take when I first heard it on the phone. I found it pretty disrespectful what I've given to Tasmanian oh. Cricket. When he gets volunteer, he gave everything.
3: <laughs> was, I was going to say, Tasmanian what do you do the school didn't book? Buy the services off him.
0: He gave it to him for oh. nothing. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I put my heart and soul love? into it. To hear the initial offer, I'm it cut power. pretty deep. It's all okay for them to say they want me, but when they offered me what they did, it was very clear they didn't want me.
3: Yeah, they did, they wanted you at the right price.
0: I know, yes, David.
1: We've got a few things, um, (laughs) unsurprisingly. So, you mentioned a part of a quote on SEN. I'm just gonna read that quote in full. I wanted to be I, firstly. I want to be part of the Hurricanes and represent Tasmania like I have my whole career. Yep. You
2: didn't? Hurricanes
1: and represent Tasmania like I have my whole career. <laughs> as part of this article. Yeah. Wait, this was I,
0: I had this point later on, Bull as well.
1: Yeah, After seven seasons with the Melbourne Stars,
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: my
1: whole career at the Hurricanes... <laughs> after seven seasons with the Melbourne Stars, Fortnum made a homecoming to Hobart for three year a three-year deal. Oh. Keep going, that's fine. Yeah. Keep that, going, Mick. I've got a bit more, but you keep, keep going. Well. fucking. Go. That's the best part <laughs> yeah. of all of this. Yeah. You keep
0: going. <laughs> so, um, so where we going? Where are we going? It's all okay for them to say they want me around anymore. They just left <laughs> me in the background after they uh. promised they were going to sort it, sort it out. They actually called me before I went to the Pakistan Super League to apologize, and it still never got sorted out. In um, Oba's defense, this is at the time when there was the whole contract, no signing thing, because I was yep. trying to do the... the embargo, yeah. Embargo, because I tried uh. to do the international player draft. So teams weren't signing anyone. So every single... This is why there's been so many signings lately, once that um, plan got scrapped. So he, right now has knocked back a deal when he couldn't get a deal anyway, but that's a whole different story. But yeah, (laughs) So Hurricane bosses did twice up their offer, but the renowned all-rounder felt disrespected by the manner in which negotiations occurred. So his quote was, they did offer a couple of more times. It was the initial offer and not feeling wanted. I know what I'm worth. I didn't want more. I just wanted what was fair and maybe a little less. So um it comes back to that first offer. I didn't feel respected as a player or as a person or a Tasmanian. Ah shut <laughs> Really? Human Rights yeah. Commission. <laughs> so the I read a couple of articles on that. One of the other articles I read, he basically said that they offered him two more times and put the money up and he rejected it just because he was so pissed off with the first offer. So he went to them and said, this isn't enough. And they said, here's more. And he said, no, you didn't offer me enough the first time. Fuck you, I'm not taking it. Wanker. More. So Wanker. come on, buddy. Like, But um, all right. So in Hobart's announcement of Faulkner's exit last week, head coach Adam Griffith referenced Faulkner's injury struggles in the past two seasons, which hampered his performances. Mm-hmm. But, but Faulkner lashed that claim as well. <laughs> They used injury against me the whole time, which is quite disappointing, Faulkner said. Last season, I had an eight-week hamstring and tried to come back in three and a half weeks and put my body on the line to come back so we had a shot at making finals. But the coach used that against me, I felt, was yeah, wrong. he would have been the difference. Eight-week
3: hamstring. I've never heard of an eight-week hamstring in three weeks.
0: I've oh, been fixed in three
2: weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I've, I'm currently going through like a. Yeah, you're not
3: a pro sportsman. That. You need to be off the surgery surgery gone for three months, and then yeah, you know, athlete three weeks.
2: is what
1: yeah. Ross is trying to say.
2: I did, yeah, really, I did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my physio, did, I did ask the physio if an elite athlete come back, what sort of time period? And they're like twenty-one to twenty-eight days for your grade one point five ish tear, grade weeks. two tear. Yeah. So yeah. it's four weeks. For like the world's best functioning body, right? So yeah. like, and not one well, that's... as we you know, that, probably doesn't have eight
0: that. Weeks of James Fortin,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, he must have done it pretty good. Is all I'm saying. If it's eight weeks, because he'd be pretty fit. Like reading
0: his article, know, too, probably take a professional, out of professional athlete. With, uh, James Fortin, <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, the way he's acting
2: is very <laughs> professional. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah, it maybe, maybe takes that same professionality. Me, Yes. Yes.
1: Guess how many games. In the last two seasons, so the 29 games the Hobart has play- played. I already know. So I guess, don't know. So then uh, guess. Well. Yep. 12 games out of 29.
0: Oh, fuck it out. Yep. this more than Yeah, half, so I'm yeah. saying the offer they probably offered him is pro rata for the games that he played. Yeah. And he's- yes. <laughs>
1: What a fucking pillock. Yes. Oh, so, naked so, up. so
0: so this is the one where he gets his nose really out of joint. So when you watch the news and you see who I thought was one of my mates, as well as the head coach. So his mates oh, head Griffith, coach. yeah. Say so the bowling group and the team have performed well without me and we and we need to move on and that he didn't really care. That's like yeah. sticking a knife straight in my back. Yeah. That's not called
1: for. He doesn't care, Ken. Yeah. It's
0: so. a bit of entitlement. Oh, sort of just a bit, a right?
3: little bit.
0: Jeez. The well, other part I, think... like I cut out of this fucking article, which shit to be, cheap, <laughs> it was it was very pro for and basically trying to say how hard done he, how dumb by it is. And so they talk about how he's um he won three um Ricky Ponting medals in a row, which is the Tasmanian beanie. So which is very impressive, you know, something you can really hang your hat on. And he was the yeah. end of the series in the in a Sheffield Shield win as well, which is we'll really see the World Cup. Well. It was the World Cup. Uh, man of the match, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, in the final. Yeah. yeah. So, the thing with those three medals, but the last one was won in 2012 2013, which means fucking seven eight years ago, James, yeah, when he was good, like, yeah. mate, yeah. Like, fuck me, I made a ton fucking 15 years ago, mate. You don't hear me still hanging my hat on it. I made three, not just one, but anyway. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, unbelievable. It's, it's always tough, I think, for, for some athletes to accept that they're no longer a starting 11 player. And they're just yeah. a squad player. They're no longer good. And he's just a squad player. Yeah. That's what he is. I said, yeah, we'll, we'll pay you what a squad player gets. You're not in the starting 11, which is fair enough. Look what he's played the last couple of years.
2: Yeah. yeah, and I think it's fair enough asking for more money, but not going to the media and fucking mm. spilling your beans like you look like an idiot. Oh, yeah, like, just fair just enough, you could be in your
1: dirty laundry.
2: Yeah, you could be mm. insulted and ask for more money and go, really? And have these things behind closed doors. Mm. I'm sure it happens a lot, especially yeah. for passionate people. And like, but isn't that a contract thing?
1: Like they come to you with an offer, and you go, That shit, give me more. Yeah, and they yeah. offer you more, and you go, Yeah, oh. I'll sign it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. What he's doing, though, is t- telling the stories without telling the real story, which is, What are the numbers? Tell us yeah. the numbers. Well, that's exactly yeah, right. What like. does he
0: think he's worth, and what uh, do they offer him? And then up twice, uh, and you still rejected it on fucking the. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll have to go to the Caribbean, 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 Caribbean. you were oh. worth the first time. <laughs> I'll have I'm to go to the PSL. Oh god, he can't played, take that He, played, Fuck off. he played 12 <laughs> out of 29 games in the in the last contract he hit, he had. No matter what they offered him, that is what he's worth. I yeah, do not yeah. fucking care. They could offered him a fucking pack of chips and a coke game. That is what you're worth, James, because you played well, a uh, third. Not yeah, about a third of the fucking uh, games, mate.
1: Can I can I say something?
3: Yeah,
1: you're only worth what someone's willing to pay. Yeah,
0: and none of the other teams are willing to pay a squat say. for him.
3: What's the other team? Yeah, he would have said straight away, go to. So this is the beauty
0: of this as well. When you're saying, what are the other teams going to play? He's come out in this and gone. I'm so Tasmanian. I'm so Hobart through and through. I will not (laughs) play for another team in the (laughs) BBL. Yeah, the stars, the stars are from Tassie. Yeah. What a fucking idiot! Oh. So, does oh, that him. mean that when the word him. got out, no one offered him a deal either? So yeah. he's like, "I don't want to play for anyone if I can't play for Hobart." No, yeah, no one wants to sign. I don't him. Want to...
1: yeah. it's like me saying, "I don't want to play for the Australian cricket team." Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> nah, I couldn't yeah. possibly yeah. do it. Nah, no way. I don't want it to play. For the me,
0: it Just it reminds me of um and for people at home that are um, AFL people. No one's it, listening. It reminds me. <laughs> It reminds me of when Collingwood fucked off Darren Jolly and he got in the media and he got on his high horse and he lost his fucking mind and said, so getting rid of me, rah, rah, rah. and he never played another game of AFL because guess what? You were done and Collingwood were right and Hobart's fucking right now, James. Go overseas, go to Pakistan where you're doing really well. You know why you're doing really well, mate? Because it's a shit. third fucking tier comp. That's why you're doing really well, mate. You can come play fucking with me in the Eastern Cricket League. You'll probably do pretty fucking good as well, Yeah, mate, you still get paid like- 10 grand like
2: Pakistan are <laughs> <I'm> paying you. <laughs> and uh, Bull Fact Check, our last episode on 148 listens. Yeah, that's that, that's you three <laughs> listening far too many times. Oh, I haven't Rip listened it, to this Rip podcast 50 no.
1: times about each, three years. If my, Mac it, though, is, if my math garanter. is right, it's about fifty times each. You three listening. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, interesting one, Mick. The, 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 what the BBL doesn't have anymore. It's got some poorly run clubs, such as the Renegades, but there's not that proper bottom feeder club that just takes any like risk. Yeah,
1: like Sydney yeah. Thunder yeah. used yeah. to be. Yeah, like Sydney Thunder used to.
3: And Renegades are sort of in that sphere but have never really stooped that low to just get other teams rejects. Ben Roarer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, They've just got sort of... But they're not cast off. So just less yes, yeah, they're just lesser known. Yes, yeah. They're just
1: not as but good, right? What, like what James
3: is. Faulkner really needed... Is to be playing AFL in the early nineties, where Fitzroy would have just gone. Thanks, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, no. Oh, he yeah. Early nineties, <laughs> he needed to play
0: football. Now I'm to Gold Coast
3: fucking Suns. So
1: oh, needed, there you go. Yeah. You yeah.
3: know, he needed
1: a a Sydney Thunder BBL 02 is where he needed
3: to be. <laughs> yeah. It's it. He's just got that written all over him. But they don't have a bottom feeder club in the BBL now. We've got some ordinary teams each year, but no bottom feeder. Sorry, mate.
0: <laughs> no, all good, all good. Sorry, camp. Yeah. That's the ballad of James Faulkner. So, uh, stiff <laughs> the shit. Sad buddy. Santa. So, yeah. I'll file that in my filing cabinet of shit I don't give a fuck about, but I still talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, what, uh, an entertaining
1: 10 minutes, though. Don't get me wrong.
0: <laughs> All righty. So, speaking of the Sydney Thunder, so we've got some more BBL signings. So, the um, Sydney Thunder have re <laughs> You dickhead. <boss. laughs> Sydney Ooh. Thunder have re signed everyone's me favorite me. Street Fighter. And that is Blanca. No, not Blanca. It's Alex <laughs> Hales. So, oh, Alex Hales. Has, uh, even though he's on the out of England, former English coach Trevor Bayliss has re signed him at the Sydney Thunder. So, yes, Roscoe.
3: I heard actually to celebrate that Rooty Hill RSL has uh, renamed its uh, backroom to Embargo. So, mm. yeah.
0: okay. <laughs> so uh, it's a pretty big signing, but in fairness, the Sydney Thunder, because. For those of you who remember, Alex Hales actually topped the run scorers last year with 543. It was very good. I
3: didn't remember.
0: Uh, in, at a strike rate of 160, which is the most impressive part of all of that. Yeah, he win well the The most sixes in the tournament for the season with 30. Jeez. I don't think we would allow that. He would have gone close to the boogie. Yeah, I think he might have. So, uh, yeah, so Bayless, as we know, <clears throat> he was the head coach when Hales was vanished from the, from the side because uh, he failed two you. recreational drug tests in the 2019 World Cup. And kicked the you know fuck what? out of someone. Get <laughs> under the bridge. A drug test. He can't ben be Elsa's trusted. Right. He couldn't be yeah, trusted Baby back was-
2: then, but he can be trusted now. Yeah, Maybe I'll go for a
1: month. Wiser. It's all good. Yeah, whatever.
2: Yeah.
3: Hmm. <laughs> then have... Bars and nightclubs called embargo in Australia. No, so well, you're right? And How much trouble
2: it? could he get in with two to yeah. three months? And Sydney's Sydney not, not many nightclubs in Sydney. He'll be alright. Then mm. 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 yeah. they will not, not open up past one PM or something, right? Yeah, well, that's, that's probably safe. One PM. Right.
3: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Lunchtime. Being a little bit
2: Scottish.
3: Everyone rocks in 11am to <laughs> have a sip before lunch and finish your lunch. They just whip the plate and shut the door. I right.
1: worked in Sydney and by half past one in the afternoon, people are going, oh, fuck, we better get to the pub. We'll be locked
0: out soon. <laughs> All righty. So um, the more BBL signing. So we spoke about last week how the Sydney Sixers <laughs> unsigned, had signed nine of the 11 <clears throat> players from their title slash premiership winning team. We're trying to work out who the final two were, and I have them both here with me right now because they have re-signed this week. In
3: your room with you?
0: Yes, just sitting over here <laughs> off camera. Uh-huh. They're not allowed can to it- speak. They're yeah, not allowed they to got speak. They're not allowed to interact, on. but I can assure you they're here. So yeah. we've got some guest stars on this episode. Can you turn uh-huh. the camera around for us, Bish? He's not
3: allowed to. No, no I'm not can allowed to. Can I
0: see quarantine. it? No. Yeah, no. There you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My Hello, today lads. Yeah. All right, but, lads. Um, righty. So... Um, <laughs> Does anyone want to hazard a guess of who the two players podcasting. are before I read them out?
3: James Vince.
0: Yes, Ross. Oh, Nicky, Vince. Jimmy Vince. And yeah,
3: Jackson Bird.
0: Brad Haddon. That is the other one. Someone went on the internet <laughs> today after I got the challenge. No, actually, read it. It was,
3: I saw James Vince about four days ago and then I was looking to see that to get... Yeah. Just off yeah, camera. Yeah. Yeah, he was, uh, he was actually yeah. sitting in this seat <laughs> <that I, laughs> underneath was. the clock <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, on the right side of the clock. <laughs> right the side. And um, then I was down the shops and bumping Jackson Bird, and he said, "Yeah, I just."
2: Did it hurt <laughs> yeah. when you bumped
3: into him? Yeah, I said, "Oh, sorry, mate." He goes, oh, my Shut anger, up, pal. Yeah. <laughs> And oh, right. again. Yeah, so
0: as um, Roscoe has alluded to, he's is correct. So, so it took has re-signed with the Sydney Sixers for his sixth season in the Big Bash. So um but there's a wrinkle in this because he has been spoken about by English oh, coach Silverwood, oh, possibly <laughs> making a return to the national side. And the way they're playing at the moment, he fucking is half a chance to get back in that fucking team. So, oh, um that so idea made Vince my play... socks
3: go up and down. Goodness,
0: <laughs> wow. So uh, Vince played all five tests of the England's last Ashes Tour four years ago. And while he hasn't played I've Test like since 2018, he's reportedly in consideration to be recalled for last week's Test against India, which we know didn't happen. So the issue is going to be uh, <laughs> issue is going to be for old uh, for the Sydney Sixers, If he does get put in the Ashes squad, um, he will play for the Lions against Australia, right? which means he'll miss. Um, Possibly the
3: first three games yeah, of the okay. BBL season. So, <sighs> You think if he's over here... currently is on. the first test. Mm. <laughs> yeah.
2: You but think he, he's, if he's over here, he'd probably be in a squad. Either the Lions or the actual Ashes squad.
3: Yeah, I think the Lions are only playing one game though. Yeah, that game. that's
2: a lot it's of quarantine. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, well,
3: they're all going to be playing BBL, aren't
2: they? Ah, right, okay. Just it's the just BBL, BBL Lions squad.
3: Keep your uh, enemies close and your... Lion squad closer. Yeah. Big, <laughs> big bad lions,
2: lion squad.
3: It's a BBL Jeez, they'll over. rub a wrinkle yeah. into it in quarantine. All ah. oh,
1: they nice. <laughs> Jeez, is duly Jesus, will rub the wrinkle out. Of, in <laughs> and
3: out. I think what a fine
1: hotel quarantine.
3: They're bringing Mate. the lions with them, is they can have then um, an interest squad with the chair at midweek.
1: Nadia, Nadia Bartel Lions.
2: <laughs>
3: That's it. Actually, I, I had a final points. thought coming up. because cheaper um, than
2: Australian lines.
3: I was thinking that of this Allegiant. podcast that I would be the Nadia Bartel and uh, Mick would be the one with the broken phone. Alex <laughs> would be the one who owned the $3 Kmart plate and uh, Bull would be the one who used to go out with magic door. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for an article
0: about us. <laughs> Yeah. Uh so as we touched on, <laughs> the final member of the Sydney Sixers to lock in all 11 members is big Jackson Bird. So Jackson Bird is 34 at the moment, so he's got a few wow. more, only got a What's few he more big girls left in front of him. But um Fuck, it looks older than that. But yes, yeah, so he was a part of the squad for the title winning campaigns in BBL 09 and BBL 10. And he signed a two-year deal to stay with the club, so he'll be there till at least he's 36. Wow. So, as we said, this means that all 11 players who played in the final last year have re-signed. What about the Twelfthy? Um, and what was that?
3: What about the Twelfthy?
0: Oh, no, I don't know. He, I think he Ooh. got picked up by the H- Hobart Hurricanes. So play oh. James Faulkner at man. Right. <laughs> yeah, We need a championship winning 12th man. So they went out and got him. So. Well, he, wouldn't, be-
1: he wouldn't do it for the Sixers because they're not Tasmanian. Yeah, Definitely. that's the way. That's right, yeah, so. No, I couldn't possibly.
0: No.
2: I think they consulted Andy Bickle for the uh, selection
0: process too <laughs> on that one. <laughs> no. Uh, so the Sixers huh. also have re signed Greg Chippett to a new deal, which means yeah, all the of shit. those people from that title are all together now. And they're going go to go for their third consecutive trophy because, as we said, they have won the last two. So they're going for the elusive three peat in the BBL. That's, that's a dynasty, I believe. The Magenta three peat Yeah. Three-peat. yeah.
3: yeah. Men in pink, eh? Hey? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Imagine that lithograph. <laughs> That'd be so bright and neon. Of oh, pink. yeah. Oh, with
3: sunglasses to look little at, little at it,
0: yeah. All righty. So from there, we're just going to quickly touch on some international cricket news as well. Um, so the bangers are still playing T20 cricket against uh, sides from over this side of the world. At this time, they're taking on New Zealand. So, and they have just uh, overnight, defeated New Zealand to claim a series win Shoot. in the against oh. New Zealand as well. So we might have to put a combined side together with New Zealand to see if we can knock <laughs> off this Bangladesh superpower the way it's going. Yeah. So. Interesting. It's, it's, it doesn't
2: seem it's not as easy now, is it? New huh. Zealand pot yeah, you over wankers the, over the uh, <laughs> pond. Dude,
0: Dude, oh, it's fucking so fucking good, easy, man. Bangladesh is shit, I heard. Get oh, vaccinated, is you fucking cunts too, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bangladesh held off New Zealand to win the fourth T20 international by six wickets in Dakar and clinched the five-match series, 3-1. Fucking flogged them yeah. with a game to spare. So, uh, Nassim Ahmed was the player of the match. Um, he took four for 10 as they enrolled New Zealand for 93. Fourth so to those, yeah, up. so for those playing at home, that means Bangladesh has knocked off the number one and number three test playing nations in the last four to <laughs> five weeks. Uh, but that being said, in T20I, New Zealand are ranked fourth, Australia are ranked sixth, and Bangladesh are seventh, so it's a little bit more even in that form of cricket. Yeah, yep. Uh, for those playing at home going into the World Cup, England and India are ranked one and two, and Italy are ranked 26th. So I think I'm still a chance to get in the squad, yeah. so we'll see. Squads. Are, the cut-off of the squads is until tomorrow, so I'm still a chance to get named for Italy, but I don't think they're to the World Cup. But that doesn't matter. <laughs> Look, um,
2: I'm just yes. saying I couldn't possibly put my name forward for the Italian squad because I'm too <laughs> much of an Australian and Victorian. Yes. So Can't I'm, do it. Can't no, do it for yourself. No. Uh, yeah. uh, do you have any news on Tajikistan um, um, rankings? Oh. Okay. Uh, Last, so I do have because they've never a played
3: flagpole.
2: I know yes. that it's
0: yeah. fucking massive.
3: Second in the like, world, the,
0: meters. Yes. When I went to the ICC to look at the rankings, there is a fuckload of countries that have yes. ICC T Twenty I like um whatever. Yes. There was a hundred and something fucking teams. Yes. On. Yeah, it's. So, I think it's kind of like the FIFA membership status. It was just about yes. everyone in the world has it. But yeah, if that, a true, if that a true world cup, it could go for four fucking years. <laughs> Not every four years. It <laughs> actually go for four years. Let everyone fucking play in it.
2: That's um, the future of cricket internationally. Everyone plays everyone for four years, and it yeah. comes
0: down to one last dance. The super mega champion. Yeah, yeah. big dance. But I tell you what, if you want to yeah. fucking start a um. Reason why T Twenty should be the cricket that goes into the, into the fucking Olympics. There's your fucking one right there. So, yeah. yeah. so many member okay. nations. Mm. So, uh, speaking of the T, uh, speaking of the T Twenty World Cup, um, it looks like unfortunately uh, Ben Stokes is still um, going to be out and he's not going to play in the World Cup for England. Unfortunately, mm. um, The England coach Chris Silverwood basically confirmed that the other day. The squads have to be. Announced or finalised tomorrow, um, as we're recording, which is September the tenth in Australia. Um, so yeah, so their is that he's still not ready to come back yet. So um, for those um, who don't remember, he he had a finger injury which he's recovering from. But he's also had a few mental health things dealing with COVID and some family issues. So he's he hasn't played any cricket since July. So it's yeah. been a fair long time. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's been a long time out of it for him. So hopefully, um, good luck to him. Yeah, well, hopefully, oh, you know what I—I'd love to see him come and play the Ashes, just because I don't want him to have any excuses when we beat him. But yeah. um... <laughs> obviously, not his biggest fan. But good luck to no, him. But no, but yeah, no, like you can't like it's it's there's injury and then there's what he's dealing with as well, which is different. You just don't yeah. you don't want anyone to deal with that. So uh, fingers crossed he gets he gets to come back and play. Hopefully, he can find a way to work through what he's dealing with and. Uh, and a plan so that he can come back playing international cricket. Get you back, back re- to his best. He's only Except what, twenty six or something. You don't want to lose a player like that.
1: Yeah. yeah. Is he only twenty six? Fucking hell. Oh, he might young. be older
0: than that. But he doesn't seem. I don't think he's that old. He seems like he's come along really young. Maybe I'm wrong. He's um, maybe he's like twenty eight or something. Uh, Redheads don't age. Yeah. Nineteen,
3: I believe. That's interesting. He's like sure he The longer he <laughs> plays, the longer he gets. Been <laughs> for twenty five years. Yeah. Uh, Dude, um, Nineteen
0: I mean, ninety one. He was born. That um.
3: That uh, The T20 uh, World Cup is coming up, and there's also some test cricket happening in England at the minute.
0: There
1: is, yes. Mm. How long do you want to go for, Ross?
3: Oh, I was just going to say I thought that the um, bowling effort by that bloke, Java, was pretty shit. <laughs> <laughs> not how you bowl, mate.
2: I oh. don't understand how you can watch cricket. He obviously watches it and just, be that bad at
1: bowling. Just give it a rest, Java. Right, the first it's time was bad, funny. Mate. He
0: watched a lot of cricket. First yeah. time was funny, second
1: time was whatever, third time you just fucking taking the piss. piss he's me. a
0: YouTube YouTuber, uh, which doesn't help. Oh, is so he? getting some notoriety okay. out of it. So I don't think that's. Oh, no, I suppose the cause. he's probably making money. Views. Yeah.
3: yeah. It's um, lucky, I like, it could be a little bit too it's lucky he didn't fall over Besto or hurt him in any way. Yeah, yeah. true. Because um, that would be shit. Like, I think he's a prankster, but it's like, I agree, it's taking too far. Third in a row, that'll do. It's just making the authorities look stupid, which is. But weird. that's the
0: thing. Like at oh. some point, don't they have just a note to all the security guards? You can see a bloke in full yeah, kit. Look out for, for this stick On yeah. the back, fucking yeah. grab him and don't
1: let him mm. fucking do anything. Wow. Wow.
3: how did he get so far onto the ground? Like, oh. Isn't there like a person every twenty meters? Like, isn't one of them? Like I know they look backwards into the ground, but shouldn't yeah. they be like maybe this time looking well, forwards and if you see someone get on, run.
1: I'm with you, Ross. Luckily he didn't knock over though, because yeah. England don't have a backup keeper in their team.
3: No. Yeah. You know, the
1: the yeah. three that they've got, you know, it probably wouldn't do
0: the same, you had to get that
3: bloke yeah. they played against New Zealand old dropsies. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> I think personally, I think lucky for us, he didn't hurt best though, because that means they're probably more likely to bring him to Australia for his yeah. play against. So. Yeah, all, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Luckily,
1: luckily for Java, best, they didn't fucking headbutt him while <laughs> saying hello. Oh, yeah. I don't understand <laughs> how
2: you could run that far in a straight line and then run into someone. <laughs> yeah. I
3: yeah, was sort of was blocking his view and stuff. Oh. I don't know. Best Fuck, what the a record.
2: horrible action. Fuck,
3: Howard. of did it work? Johnny Howard look good. Hey.
1: At least no one had, had his arms, arms no the right right shot It made Murley look like a legal
3: delivery. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll give him one tip. So he's been out there as um, the captain directing the field. He? Yeah, that was He good. ran out with the bat and the helmet the last game to yep. face up. Yeah, he he a... into bowl. So go he's got to now, yeah, well, he's got to go keep, doesn't he? Yeah, he's, got oh, go. he's
1: got to go out of square leg, I reckon. A oh, a good, I want to yeah, say. Come go out 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 to point. Point. That's
0: what I, I want to say. Or a think.
2: Groundsman just yeah. ride the Gatorade truck in
1: there.
0: <laughs> that's start pretty good. Drinks.
2: Like that hovercraft fucking um, pitch cover, start pushing down. Yeah. <laughs> You know, one
3: of those old-fashioned drinks trolleys, you know, yeah. with oh, the yes. little curtain thing on the top. Yeah. Yeah. Just push I've that into this. I've thing. actually
0: got a conspiracy theory that he's in on this with the ECB, I reckon, to create buzz uh, around uh, the uh, ah. series. Ah, uh, 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 yes, it's
3: very hundred, isn't it? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. the, like, yeah.
0: the cricket yeah.
2: itself hasn't been great, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's, well,
1: it's it's been, so. there's, been, there's been two Gee. awesome test matches.
2: Yeah, it's the next logical step from. Um, pedo looking blokes playing a fucking cricket <laughs> back guitar instead uh, uh, yeah. sending actual crowd
0: invasions yeah. as entertainment. Because <laughs> you know, yeah, a bloke with a YouTube channel that uh, invades the beach. But yeah. what you um. actually,
3: you're right there, Alex. And actually, next next game, what the actual plan is, and it's got out. And I, oh, I got a little bit of a down. Uh, line, from
2: it. those people off camera.
3: Yeah, that, like, yeah. James Vince and his yeah. Vince just over there. Yeah. Some yep. um, stage left. Yeah. So what they're actually going to do is, there's going to be. A number of people, and this is why the security guards are in on it because they're actually the security guards are going to run out, and Java yeah. is going to run out with the keeping yeah. gloves and the umpire's hat and all the rest. Of it. Yeah. The security guards are run, <laughs> going to run out, and then they're going to be a flash mob and do this oh, cricket umpire yeah. dance move. Oh, all the security and right.
0: cricket is yeah. normally about five or six years behind pop culture. Students, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll, everyone will plank.
1: That's what they do. <laughs> oh fuck!
3: And they'll play that song. And then the, do the, the mannequin,
1: mannequin challenge. Yeah. Then they'll do the mannequin
2: <laughs> <Like> challenge. A... <laughs> and then, then they will all pour that. ice water on each other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then they'll yeah. be the ice pack.
3: And play that challenge. Oh, fuck.
0: Uh,
2: God! You're...
1: And then I have flare Ooh. jeans. You
3: know, yeah. <laughs> but cut jeans. <laughs>
2: With their ass crack hanging out with a G-banger over the top.
3: Oh, the I think security they're still guards are to going to throw their high vis vests off yeah. and come out as obese people who run cricket games. And here come the
2: cricket administrators. Uh.
3: <laughs> Tiny
0: trying shut up you two <laughs> the test that Java came out was uh, England versus uh, India um, and that was at the Oval and that was a shit show uh, We just wanted to highlight probably the highlight of the match was um, England on the last day went into lunch at 2 for 131 um, came out after lunch in 10 minutes lost about 4 for nothing which was fantastic but fucking good on them well done um, yep. The thing was, people were making out like they were really in the box seat and were going to just fucking bring this home until they lost those wickets. They were chasing 368. Yeah. That would have been the highest fourth innings run chase by an English team ever. It would have broken the record that they that they set it headingly two years ago, which required Australia to fucking miss stumps and throw boundaries and all kinds of shit. So yeah. let's not, if we're English here, let's not get in our high horse, like, oh, we're in the box seat and then one bowling spell fucked us up. No, it didn't. You come were never making three hundred and sixty-eight. Fuck off. Yeah, but that's my take on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Relax, yeah.
2: England. Mm. I feel like we say that a lot about
0: like their supporters
2: and commentators and stuff. If they seem to go off the handle a bit. Ah, good luck to them
1: because it makes makes the fall even sweeter.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. It makes the collapses mm-hmm. chef's yeah. kiss. They have this <laughs> like the nicest way to put it is this. Unfounded optimistic arrogance, Is that they just think that they're going to do whatever
1: well, they I, want. I, <laughs> I feel was, like that's you just I describing Australian. Kind of, of- <laughs> I was actually going to say they've got Australian arrogance, yes, without yeah. any of the titles mm. or <laughs> success to back it up. Yeah, mm. yep,
3: yeah, they've been pretty successful, but not in the last five, oh, years, one, like
1: one world cup and a couple of Ashes series, yeah.
3: They what didn't win three standard. World Cups
1: in a row and just fucking smash everyone for 16 years, <laughs> did
2: they? No. <laughs> like the
0: where the did Series to Bangladesh, like a proper fucking nation. Yeah. yeah. When have they done that? Yeah. What have they done?
3: Not this Joe Root to here, but um, Ali Cook and Andrew Strauss years. They they were successful enough, but they didn't yeah, well, win they like coming they weren't from 16, extremely low, years in a row. No, they're coming from extremely low base. The 1990s. Yeah, yeah that's, so, that's actually yeah. a good point. Yeah.
1: No, nah, good point. Sorry, Ross. I'm yeah, right. that's
0: like celebrate making prelims in footy. Like it's success, but it's not. Success. Is it real success though? Yeah. Team <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. down. Yeah, look yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is your name
1: in the record books? No, it isn't. Yeah. You, you won a couple <laughs> of things, but you're not a the real things, you're a failure. You're a failure.
3: <laughs> I think oh, you've that's... got a little bit of spit in your beard, Alex. <laughs> uh,
0: probably, uh, probably a lot. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> oh
3: no, it's your microphone. That, that's probably yeah, enough for us, I reckon.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right. So the final <laughs> test of that yeah, final probably. test of that series starts tomorrow on uh, September 10th, Australian uh-huh. time. Um it's well, be Friday it's on Friday night. Uh, will be ESPN, ESPN Ocko. I believe. Chester. So Friday night Sick.
1: test match here. Yeah,
3: ESPN Ocko live at 8 p.m. Oh,
1: code. CO code. that S-C-O offends. That offends Mick as an yeah. Italian.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just got a quick county wrap mix talking yeah, about stuff right. happening in England.
2: Yeah, yeah. Fuck. yeah. Oh, shitload of wickets fell on
3: the first day. Really? The, uh, yeah. Latest round. Yeah, I'm imagining
2: lots of cricket played. <laughs>
3: yeah mm including one game where they got to the third innings before stumps on day one. Wow. <laughs> yeah. about that
1: one and none of the rest. I'm yeah, not, not talking about
3: any of them. Yeah. No, oh, but that was the one I looked at. I can't remember who played. It was that interesting. I did quickly look at the <laughs> Some scorecard. Some of the sexes. And well, yeah, one brilliant. thing yeah. caught my eye, Alex. Oh. And that What's was that the first name? change bowler, and his name is a Hall of Famer, two first names. It was Ben Mike. <laughs> who has ever heard of anyone with the surname...
1: Mike. What? <laughs> what's his brother's name? Ross. Radio. <laughs> and his brother? Drop. Drop.
2: <laughs> and cousin Lapel.
1: Cousin <laughs> Lapel.
3: He's a, also a strange his, um, cousin.
2: Boom. Yeah. yeah, boom. Yeah. and um, <laughs> then
3: their other cousin. Off. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard someone Mike Ben. Mike. Could be a better name than Ben Mike. Yeah, Mike. Hmm. Hey, Mister Mike. No, no, no. That's my. Oh, that's yeah. right. no, whoops. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, whoops <Whoopsie>. oh, <laughs> Moving on, Mick.
0: All righty. Okay. So that does us. So we, uh, that will do us for this episode of the Mid-Off Cricket Podcast. So we'd like to say uh, thank you to our sponsors the Frederick Harold Sock Company. Uh, you've missed Father's Day, but Christmas is coming up. So do yourself a favour and get ready for Christmas. Um, yeah, and that's it. So uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. And uh, we will see you in a couple of weeks' time. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye bye, everybody. <laughs> bye guys. No final thoughts from were. Ross. Well, right. there
1: you go. didn't have fun. Mark you Ross's final did. thought. <laughs> you get-